I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time I'm skipping through them, I'd rather listen and change my mind Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind Yeah and welcome back to another edition of the Change My Mind podcast. I won't change my mind because I don't have to because I'm an American. Yes, you are. And I am Wesley Sykes. And to the other side of the ether is the Minotaur to my snizzard. It's Mr. Nicholas J. Esk for our evildoer for hire. Yeah, I'd say that works. Yeah. I, one of my favorite ones, I would actually say. I don't mind being an evildoer, uh, but uh, I don't. I don't know why. There are some times where, like, I hear the sounder. I know we've only done it for maybe what, ten, you know, a dozen episodes, but sometimes it just goes right by me. But there are other times where I'm just like, uh, it's, it's just perfect. And it, it's always sunny is a great barometer, much like South Park, for just kind of capturing the the uh, humor and absurdity of both sides uh, at the current moment. So they're they're one of the better ones at that. And yeah, you know, I think that line just encapsulates what it means to be American. Mm, yeah, I I still I, I've only watched bits and pieces of maybe like five Always Sunny episodes. I feel mm. like I've watched one of them twice. The one where uh, Mac talks about his letter to Chase Utley. Um, oh yeah 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 that's a, that's a good one yeah yeah but i need to I, I do want to like i know we've talked about the cringe stuff but after getting through some of it with the office um i feel like more more and lauren's kind of exposed me to more cringe stuff i want to give you know that that more of a chance now i it i would say i can see the cringe factor for you in uh it's always sunny but it's definitely a, a different level or a different degree of of the office a, a lighter degree i feel like they're more aware of how uh cringy there i feel like it's a little bit more of a meta thing i don't know maybe that's just me okay good that is that is very good to hear going into this that's very comforting but but you know how like seeing the difference you know how like my bar was that gives you an idea i think yeah yeah and if you can get softened by michael scott then that should be a a nice smooth landing soft landing into uh it's always sunny here but we're not talking about uh, uh sitcom 2000s television here because this week we're going back to the 90s a little bit uh, we're, we'll be reviewing Power Rangers once and always. Uh, that's now streaming on Netflix. So uh, but before all that, be sure to smash that like button, subscribe on YouTube to CMM Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at CMM underscore podcast. And be sure to find all of the archived audio versions on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are available. Geeks Worldwide, Midnight.fm, all that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, Nick, uh, when you enter someone's house, do you take your shoes off? Uh, most times I do. If, it, if it's a party though, and someone's having like a house party and everybody else mm, has shoes mm-hmm. on, as long as it's cl- my shoes are clean, then no, I kind of try and get a quick gauge of what everybody else is doing. But by default, usually yes. So without asking, you go, go into someone, you just immediately pop, pop the shoes off, put them in the, maybe the corner or you know, yeah. where, right in the vestibule kind of entrance place there. So yes. that's an, I, I try to view, uh, gauge the room. Like what's going on here? Is everyone yeah. taking their shoes off? I don't know. You know, cause like it feels, I feel kind of childish walking around someone else's house in my, my bare feet or socks, you know, it feels a little weird, mm-hmm. but I also understand like the, potential disrespect that you're sending by not taking your shoes off so I, I don't know what it is you know like i'm not sure what the proper proper move is i feel like the well i feel like for me like when it comes to taking the shoes off it's like 
Well, I'm, my intent behind it is, yeah, I may feel weird not having my shoes on in some in a place that's not my own home or like my family's home. But at the same time, I also know I may track some level of dirt in there no matter sure. what. So it's like, I just don't want to get your shit dirty. So like, yeah, if you, but if I see the, the host on, like, I don't know what I do when I go over to your house, quite honestly, like, you don't have shoes on. So I usually, I take mine off. But like when I actually, if I go to my, um, my in-laws, like or future in-laws, like they don't, they, some people usually have shoes on. So I actually don't usually take them off right away. Yeah, so I don't wear shoes in my own house, but if I was in someone else's house, I feel like uh, I wouldn't take them off. And I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. request that someone take their shoes off unless they're, they're mm-hmm. carrying in some gunk on their feet, you know, then yeah, then maybe yeah. maybe so. But, you know, it might be. And in some cultures, it might be more disrespectful to show your feet. I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know that one. Maybe. I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know be. how that works. It could be. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I wouldn't ask anybody to take shoes off unless we, it was like raining outside or rain the day before or if like i knew the yard was muddy or some shit like that otherwise just whatever yeah, happens, if, happens. if it's wet if it's snowy that that i get you know mm-hmm. but you know maybe uh how it is outside my my door right now it's just a little windy and overcast but dry mm. you know uh, you know maybe maybe leave them on i don't know i'm not sure what the right move is other than maybe try to feel out the situation there's yeah. i don't think there's one boilerplate move I think to err on the side of caution, you're probably right. You were raised correctly. Mm-hmm. Take your shoes off when you enter someone's house. I feel like that's like, you know, easy, mind your P's and Q's stuff that your mom would say before a sleepover, right? Yep, 100%. Yes. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. As an adult, I don't know. It is a tough one. It's re- there's only one situation where it's really easy, and it's like if it's not good, it's not nice outside. If it's bad yeah. weather, take them off. Very easy. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad. I don't know if we we solved that, but I I feel like we talked through some of the issues here. I feel a little bit comfortable uh, moving forward now. Are you preparing to to have that talk with your daughter in yeah. like five years? Or well, seven yeah. Years? So what the you know the kids always got to do take the shoes off because yeah. you know they're they're crazy. They're wild. Mm. Who knows what they're getting into? You know. Yep. We're a little 100%. bit more civilized. This is well, at least one of us is. <laughs> uh, let's let's head over to see what's trending now. I'm not sure if this is really trending now, but. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Because we didn't have this uh, last week. We had a little bit of a truncated episode, but The Mandalorian mm. Season 3, I know you discussed it a little bit uh, in your Discharge Depot last mm. week. But now that the season is all over, mm-hmm. uh, what what are your thoughts maybe about the season and, and the direction of the show yeah. uh, moving forward? I would say it was, I think it was good. I think it had some great kick-ass moments. Um, I, I think it had some bad reviews. Maybe it, this was like the most poorly received uh, of the of the three seasons. Is that fair to say? I think that's very fair to say. Because I think the first one, everybody loved it because it was a new thing. It was cool. Obviously, Baby Yoda was so novel. The second season was great. And then in the Book of Boba Fett, the best episodes were Mando-centric episodes. Right. Um, but then you get this one, and... To me, yes, there are like a couple really like there's one really low point. There was an episode where they focus on what's going on with the New Republic in Coruscant. And honestly, the way things kind of end up, it's like you didn't need that. It was it was a wasted episode. Um, There's stuff that happened at the beginning and the end of that episode were with Mando and Bo-Katan and it was great. But Mm -hmm. the other stuff on Coruscant was kind of useless. Other than that, um, you know, there was the Jack Black, Lizzo, Christopher Lloyd episode that people were kind of like, oh, yeah, they were all they had up. They all had spots and people were like you know this is kind of wacky and everything and didn't really care for it that one i heard of christopher lloyd but i didn't hear of the other two there i think the jack black one that wasn't well i feel like that would have would have worked i feel like he's kind of a hit everywhere he goes yeah i look i thought it was fine like it didn't bother people the people that were already bothered with the season that only bothered him more so like that i can i can understand that but my thing is like the way they do this show it's so much like 
the day in the life of like of, of a bounty hunter of of a Mandalorian more so now because he's not so he's well things change with him as the story goes along but it's like it's to me i like that kind of stuff because like yeah we're, we're it's a show it's not a movie where you can kind of like move past some of these in-between moments you got you're gonna have some of that on a show on a longer thing could they maybe have cut down on an episode well they definitely could have cut down on an episode but maybe two maybe but like i personally really enjoyed it i'd probably say this is like a mid uh b range uh from grading so maybe like an, probably like an 85 um Okay, but yeah, I really like the stuff with Bo-Katan. I really like stuff with armor, with um, with all the all the Mandos. Like I'm I'm here for it, and what they did with um, you know, some of the villains and whatnot throughout this too, without spoiling things for everybody who's been waiting on it. Uh, it's I really liked a lot of it. So yeah, it was just it was one episode again. Like if you have one episode where I'm like, this there was like you know 15 minutes of good stuff, but it was at the beginning and at the end, and everything in the middle was just like what the fuck is going on okay it's got i got a dock serious points on that yeah when, when the bread is the best part of your sandwich right that's that can't be yeah. a necessarily good thing you, yeah, want, you want the meat in the insides useless too it's not like yeah. it was a payoff for later like if you said if you said oh it's a payoff for later and whatever no they're, they're, like yeah it, like it showed where one character was who came up again later on in the story but it wasn't there was by no means a payoff or anything that, that came out of that so if you had that that might have helped but no uh, rank the seasons for me. Is it is it one, two, and three in order? Um, I would three might be the worst season in the end. Although I really like a lot of the Bo-Katan stuff, so okay. I don't know. I think it's hard to to beat the one uh, the first season with all the excitement. Um, it's probably it's probably one, two, and three in that order. But I did like a lot of stuff with three. Still, obviously. What about Boba Fett in that mix? Boba Fett's last. In that mix. Yeah. Okay. That, that one's undeniable. As much as I love that they have Cad Bane in there, and then obviously Mando in there is really cool. They there's a good show in there, but they like there was when you talk about like stuff you didn't need. There's a lot of stuff in there that you didn't need early on. Last last uh, ranking here. Now, add. Did you see Andor? All of Andor. Andor's Andor is outstanding. Like Andor Andor is like unquestionably an awesome show. So okay, so it's up there. Maybe Mando season one and yeah. or season two, yeah. season three. Boba Fett is that? Is that's that there? Yeah, that's probably yeah. Probably season one Mando. Yeah, 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 yeah. Season one Mando first, and then Andor. I would okay. say. Okay, I yeah, like I like your thinking here. Let's uh, let's shift gears. Uh, let's stay in Disney, but but shift over to Marvel for uh, mm. another trending now. Damn son, where'd you find this? Found this on Twitter, and some early reviews of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three are out, which I believe will be our episode in two weeks, uh, two, two weeks. weeks time, if I'm not mistaken, coming out on May 5th. But the uh, early consensus on the reviews appears to be uh, quote emotional and quote shocking. Uh, those mm-hmm. seem to be some of the buzzwords, some of the the word bubbles, if you will, if you if you want to uh, chart some of that stuff into graphs. But uh, others are calling it the best Marvel movie since Endgame. Uh, so we've seen that emotional kind of shocking uh, type of label with this. I think we're kind of expecting a death or two. Or I think people mm-hmm. are wondering whether that's going to be uh, Rocky. He might be the uh, Rocky raccoon. No, Rocket <laughs> raccoon. Uh, not the classic Beatles song. but Bullwinkle the- too. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Uh, whether he dies or not, maybe uh, it's it's Chris Pratt and Star-Lord. Uh, but, you know, I think we're expecting some sort of a death. Maybe it's Drax. We don't yeah. think he's going to be coming back with Dave De- uh, Dave Bautista. Mm. Um, but, you know, do you have any final thoughts or any any uh, uh, are you buying the hype on this movie? I mean, 
kind of, but like I'm just not invested, I guess, in the hype at this point. Like, just yeah. it is what it is. I've seen we've seen some of the trailers and stuff. There was like make another... up your own mind, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think we we try and try, do that, and then we don't change our mind. We just stay how we feel because yes, we're Americans. Exactly. That's how it works, right? Um. But yeah. So uh, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I'm not buying into too much of this because um the only thing I will say is that we've that Marvel right now is very easy to pick on. DC is also easy to pick on. I think with um with seeing marvel get picked on so much recently to hear some of this stuff like emotional and shocking and everything like that and best movie since endgame i will say okay that carries a little more weight than maybe it did in the past just because like everybody always liked marvel so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. whatever and but, we've had a, a good amount of movies since then too to kind of weigh it off of but you know, yeah I, I would still i would yeah. still probably put no way home uh yeah, at the top there, No Way Home. I always confuse the Spider-Man movies, but yeah, No Way Home is great. Absolutely, that that was that that to me is one of the best Marvel movies. Like, yeah, it's maybe top. It's top three, I think, in my scoring. Mm-hmm. I don't get why that because because some of the guys in the DSG like give that lower numbers too. And you, would you give it a ninety-one? Is that right? Uh, it was definitely in the high nineties. Um, high nineties, okay. Yeah, 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 and and I get like some some of the stuff I I can get if you're not buying the plot of it and stuff. But I mean, th- they did so many things right, you know. So, a lot of the things that we were hoping to happen in Multiverse of Madness, and, and you know, they did better than that. So, uh, but and as far as Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, I'm I'm a little bit down on the franchise, a little bit more than maybe some some other people. I love the first one. The second one just felt more of the same. Didn't really push anything along, mm-hmm. and I hope they get away from that. I love um the continuity in, in, of this group here and the the relationships and the kind of the inner workings of it all so i think that's always kind of been a strong suit of this series but um where where they kind of were focusing on like the like the family father aspect the mother aspect of different things mm-hmm. whether that was with um uh uh not nebula gamora or uh star lord you know get away from that a little bit focus on the group and maybe push the plot along uh, I'm interested to see what they got with Adam Warlock. This, uh, mm. this, who, who's the villain here? The the creator? What's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on his name, but I will tell. I can tell you the Spider-Man scores. I did look that up real quick. Oh, please hit me with uh, it. So I gave it a 96, and you gave it a 94. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's the best thing that Marvel's done. So I do I think it's going to be better than uh, Guardians th- or better than No Way Home? Then uh, I don't think so. I'm not high evolutionary sure. by high way. evolutionary thank yeah. you so I'm, I'm curious to see what he does like a mm. lot of his like fleshy kind of work <laughs> project like science experiments that he does it's like meshing human tissue with like in in space and with like cybernetic robotics and stuff like that could seems like it could be really cool mm-hmm. um and this is kind of james gunn's swank song out of uh out of marvel so you know yep. hopefully hopefully he does it right but yep Definitely expectations there, but at the same time, I'm not letting the, the like not with not because of what everybody else is saying at this point. Yeah, and this is the last little bit here before we move on to the comic book minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw your uh, on the uh, on the fly curveball, Nick. See how you handle that here. We, we talked a little bit about um, uh, what's his name, Jonathan Majors, right before when some of his news came out with. Uh, assumed or alleged uh, domestic abuse on uh, a girlfriend or a woman or whatever the case was in New York a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, and then, you know, we were, I, I remember reading that there was going to be some statement of like that woman almost recanting the statement. Yeah. Uh, and I thought there was something, but that didn't really seem to make as much headline as, uh, you know, the original news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I'm not really sure where that all is, but it seems like the, the current rumor and speculation is, is that Marvel's going to be moving on 
to recasting uh, King of the Conqueror with, without Jonathan Major. So, uh, you know, that seems like a pretty big move. We've been heralding him all year. You know, we talked about the Mandalorian at the top of the trending hour or trending now about, uh, you know, who's having the best year so far, whether it's Pedro Pascal or Jonathan Majors. And I was all over Jonathan Majors, right? That's, you know, he, I mean, everything yeah. done on screen is electric. Uh, but this off-screen stuff is, you know, a little a little troubling, uh, to say the least. And, you know, they've obviously banked everything around him. You know, he's kind of been real, really one of the tentpole uh, actors, characters in the movies. So it, it's kind of crazy because uh, we've seen this before with, who is it? Terrence Howard, the Incredible Hulk, right? So some smaller characters, but this seems to be someone that they've really pushed to the forefront. And now we're going to have to uh, switch on the fly. Yeah, it uh, it does seem to be the case. And uh, it's because it's, it, well, it seems like more and more details keep coming out. It seems like there's other things going on, but obviously we'll, we'll see like how those details transpire um, and what comes out. But yeah, it's, it, it's not like, it's, it's not like this has not, like you said, it's not like it hasn't been done before. And like, yeah, replacing, War Machine is not necessarily as big of a deal, but replacing, like making that change with Hulk, sure, yeah, they, yeah. Like, it was a benefit. The, they were benefits, uh, beneficiaries of like the MCU not being a thing yet, so it was fine. And obviously, like Hulk is like he cha- transformed so much, and he looks like the Hulk so often and everything that you again can get away with stuff. But I mean, this is a this is a bigger deal. But I have like the thing is like with comics, like comic stories, this is an instance where like you can get away with a lot like yes you're losing you know the, the actor jonathan majors but at the same time like i saw somebody create like this whole thing on instagram where it was like you could go and have like doom come out of nowhere and he could be the one that like ends kang because he like like all of the kangs because they're all in one place ah, and, and, okay and quite honestly you could just do that with kang um like something like like you could do it with another kang too you don't need to just do it with doom and you could be like that was just a portion of the Kangs. That was like half of the Kangs. There's this other half of the Kangs and we just took them all out there and, you know, so on. The only one you, that like you wouldn't be able to like yada yada away would be the one that Loki sees. Um, but again, like you're recasting. So it, it's, it's happened before and you know, it's, it seems like it's, it's undeniable for, like, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of a, kind of a crazy um, yeah. quick turn of events there. How, how everything happened. Cause he was on top of the world. I mean, that's and then almost in an yeah. instant, in a blink of an eye. I don't even think, you know, maybe some of his uh, uh, royalty and residual checks from Creed Three haven't even cashed yet. Uh, he was already uh, mm-hmm. getting knocked down there. So that's uh, very, very tough, uh, mm-hmm. tough situation to be in there. But let's, you know, it's not a tough situation. It's the comic book minute. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. light. Uh, it's informative here with uh, one of the co-hosts of the TLDR podcast for Comic Book Minute. Ah, a superb choice. So Marvel has Daredevil 10 coming out. And this summer, it's like this is going to be the end of Zdarsky and Chichetto's run on the character. So there's some crazy shit going on there. It's been awesome. DC Green Arrow issue one. This is com- like coming out of the new DC phase and everything. And kind of it's not just focused on Oliver Queen, but his, his whole family and everything. Interesting uh, issue. Did get a chance to look at that one. Uh, but Image usually is like the the, the the company that Joe and I talk about the most on TLDR and with good reason. And you look at this week, this is another banner week. Uh, you got an issue of The Scorch, which is the Spawn team book coming out. You have Vanish issue six, which is uh, which is awesome. And of course, for those watching, um, uh, you know, on uh, on our stream right now on our mm-hmm. YouTube page, that's the cover that I'm sharing right now. And it's been uh, this series issue five was an absolute mindfuck. And then issue six 
was definitely like it gets things get darker in a different way. This is just a dark series in general. It's kind of like Harry Potter meets the boys. Um, mm, okay, good elevator pitch. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Like the first five issues were great, and the sixth issue more of the same. Um, I will say though, the book that is gonna is the most mind blowing one of them all is Philadelphia issue thirty. This arc is the fifth arc of the title. And it's it was like the first five issues of it were nuts. This one was was immensely was immensely emotional. And then the final page was like, I, I mean, I told Lauren because I didn't tell her like what happened, but she reads Philadelphia, so she'll be catching up when the, the whole things the volume is collected. But my God, like you, no one would guess in a million years what's coming on that final page. It's it was I'm still like blown away by it. So look at that. What a, what a good teaser. I like that. Good, good sell. Good pitch man right there. Thank you. So we'll talk about a little bit more of that spoiler free though, uh, on TLDR this week as we do our May solicit. All right. Good stuff there. Good stuff from the comic book minute. And of course, uh, when do those episodes come out, uh, on, on Apple podcasts and those anywhere? come out the day after change my mind's audio hits its channel. So you can catch TLDR's audio on Wednesday, right after you listen to change my mind on Tuesday. All right, now that that's all set, let's go over to our main topic, uh, Power Rangers, once and always, an exit server. It's Morphin' Time! All right, we could, we could play that a little bit it's more. Morphin time. It's Morphin' Time! It's Morphin' Time! All right, that's, that's enough of it. Uh, now, Nick, <laughs> hit us with the synopsis uh, of Power Rangers, once and always. The Rangers come face-to-face with a familiar threat from the past. In the midst of a global crisis, they are called on once again to be the heroes the world needs. Yes, now this is going to be a little bit of a confusing cast and crew, so try to hang with me here. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is directed by uh, Charlie Haskell, uh, starring Walter Jones as Zach Taylor, the the original Black Ranger, uh, David Yost as Billy Cranston, which I found that very interesting. I never knew his last name was Cranston. I thought there was an interesting similarity uh, in the remake that they did kind of recently uh, with the Power Rangers movie, they had Brian Cranston uh, playing Zordon. Oh, huh. I, I thought didn't that was think a little interesting that. there. That's yeah. just kind of, I don't know, there's some shared universe going on, but maybe. Uh, so <laughs> Billy Cranston, uh, also known as the Blue Ranger. Yeah. That's, yeah how maybe. that's how Zordon became blue. Yeah, there we yeah. go. I like that. Uh, we have C- uh, Steve Cardenas as Rocky DeSantos as uh, Red Ranger 2, I believe. Uh, we have Catherine Sunderland as Cat as uh, the Pink Ranger 2. Uh, we have newcomer Charlie Kirch as Min Kwan. Uh, and she's the newest Yellow Ranger. Uh, we have Karen Ashley, uh, who plays uh, Aisha Campbell, who is Yellow Ranger 2, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch, who plays Adam Park, and who's the Black Ranger 2. Uh, and then we have Richard Stephen Horvitz, uh, who does the voice of Alpha 9. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> uh, and then we have Barbara Goodson, who plays uh, Robo Rita Repulsa. And then we have some uh, archive footage of Jason David Frank, uh, Amy Jo Johnson, Machiko Soga, who was the original reader, who I did not know uh, was of Asian descent. I, I did that never dawned on me until I recently. I just thought she mm. was American. So I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin St. John, uh, who was uh, the original Red Ranger, uh, Jason, and then Toy Trang. I think I'm pronouncing that one right as mm. the original Yellow Ranger. Trainee, yeah. Uh, this is uh, so a reminder for everybody who hasn't seen it. This will uh, be there will be spoilers in this throughout. Um, but critics' reception: six point two out of ten on IMDb, 
92-90 split on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, did not see that coming. Very high. Um, and then, uh, especially on one side, I was I was surprised by. But uh, And then a 61% on Metacritic. We do not have the Google numbers, but 61% on Metacritic. Well, not one we cite typically. Mac and Goo does use a lot, though, and it seems like that is a pretty high score. Um, it felt high. Yeah. yeah, I don't fully understand Metacritic, but yeah, that, that seemed yeah. like it was a decent score pulling it from. But there wasn't, again, where this wasn't a uh, in-theaters type of movie or didn't even really have a whole lot of uh, fanfare. It's a bit of a niche movie here. Uh, not a lot of people are reviewing it. But I wonder, because you, you said a little surprising from one of the sides on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm assuming you mean the critics score. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, look, I understand, like... The audience score, I'm, I am still surprised by as we get into our, our score and tweet length review, but I'm really surprised by the critic score. Um, would you like to go first? Well, yeah, absolutely. And I, I wonder, because we just did a Super Mario Brothers movie uh, a couple weeks ago, right? And and there was a pretty stark difference between the point. audience and critic score there. And it's like, where are the Venn diagram of people who saw Super Mario Brothers and didn't like it and then also saw this new Power Rangers movie and liked that? I will say before you get into your score, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, there's only 13 critic reviews. Okay, all right, so, all right, that's that's kind of fair then. Yeah, so it's yeah. a small Venn diagram then. Yes, yeah, so that that could very well be why there's only one negative review. Um, looking at the the whole list, but all right, that's that's a good that's a good poll then. Uh, Twelve out of thirteen, you know, most people would take that. If, if you're USA talking... Today gave it a fresh. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Sorry well, for that's... cutting you off. That's Gannett, you know, that's Gannett Papers there. So that tells you the state of uh, <laughs> the industry there. Um, so score and tweet length review, though. So I will not be giving this a certified fresh. In fact, this might be one of the worst scores I've given in recent memory. Uh, 50 out of 100. This is pure crap, Nick. Uh, I came in thinking this would be some campy nostalgia that would maybe poke fun at the cheesy aspects of the show, kind of have like a meta feel to it. But it didn't. It never reached that point. It was just bad. Uh, this may ruin the Power Rangers for me because I haven't spent too much time going back and watching like the original stuff that I grew up with. Uh, so that this is this was tough for me uh, and, and young Wes to deal with. But uh, uh, Billy, Zach and, and Ming, I think, are, were just very tough to watch throughout this. And as the three main characters who you spend the most time with. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that <laughs> I had a tough time reconciling, you know, going through and watching this despite a 55 minute runtime. Mm. I think if I had not gone back and watched the old, uh, the original show, like some of it a few years back, um, I would probably be on the, at the same exact score as you. I am higher than Wes, um, a little bit higher, 65 out of 100, so we're not in the same neighborhood, probably not the same town. Um, maybe the same state, though. But we're probably. voting the same, though. We're voting same, the same yeah. way. You vote the same way and in the same county, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, so on the one hand, it was just like the original show. I really did think that. At the same time, the original show does not age well from a quality standpoint. Um, this is a good time to remind people. If anyone wants to spend time with these characters, you still feel fondly about them. I still do after watching this. It does not matter then I recommend you go and read the comics put out by Boom Studios, written by Kyle Higgins, Ryan Parrott, Matt Groom, Melissa Flores is the current writer. Awesome, 
awesome stuff like that you get the characters that you love and it, the art is really cool it very much it's like kind of has a similar marvel vibe um to it like that there's like a i guess x-men art that's if you read any of that stuff it's similar there like the current stuff but also like the story like the storytelling like the, the dialogue the plot everything is of a quality that like yes a younger reader can enjoy but like absolutely this i feel like we're more in mind when the, those things are written than anything yeah, yeah, absolutely. Read the comics. Check out TLDR. Uh, maybe, maybe take out your action figures and, and uh, yeah. start start flipping heads around again back in the old days. But maybe don't watch uh, some of the source material there, the original stuff there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like where your head's at. Where it belongs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep it in your memory where it's still nice and rosy and golden here. But I do. Uh, we, we may be fifteen points up, but like I said, I like the analogy that. Uh, we're both voting the same way. I this, just might be more on the extreme far left, alt right, depending on you know wh where you want to take this here, right? Mm -hmm. I I probably have uh, I'm probably rioting in the streets somewhere trying to get the cause out that how much this movie is bad, and you're <laughs> probably just quietly hanging a sign on your suburban front lawn. You really leaned into that, yeah. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people do like to put freaking signs in their yard. I don't get it, but oh um, yeah, it's it's great one way or the other. I mean, no matter how you look at it, it's great. You know, it's like you, you see like Trump still one signs, and it's like four years later, <laughs> it's great. Just like flying, flying high and proud. You know, it's it's funny, and then you get the Ukraine stuff going everywhere too. So it's like you know, it's everywhere you go everywhere it, it really is everywhere you go and every, it doesn't matter where you are there's always like there's always a rain I, which blows my mind but yeah. yeah yeah flags people love their flags you know i guess oh jeez. i just remember you see, I, i'm used to just seeing portuguese flags flowing around everywhere that's what i grew up with oh sure like, yeah yeah oh yeah you know i, I like a good massachusetts i love I love a good states flag too oh yeah because you, okay. you don't see those too often hmm. i don't have any other good flags I'm, I'm, flag talk is definitely not my strength no, you're not a uh, what, what about you're not not a Union Jack guy. What's what's the Confederate flag? You're not a Confederate flag guy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to your into your apartment before. I saw what was in the bathroom. Oh right? my god! I tell you what, like that when that started becoming a thing, I was like, what? Yeah, you're just a collector of Nazi propaganda, you know, uh, for the history aspect. Of oh it, my for god. no other reason, you know. Was that was that Schilling? Is that I think that, that was Schilling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. among many others, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, no, but that was like the public one. Yeah. 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 But uh, enough about, uh, uh, you know, civil war history, Nazi propaganda, all Trying that to make good Nick stuff feel here. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I achieved that here. Yeah, but let's <laughs> let's morph on over uh, to the exit survey, shall we? Mm -hmm. There we go. Thank you. Uh, what? First of all, let's start with a softball here. Let's go under toss, a little soft toss here to warm okay. up the elbow. Uh, what would your color animal combo be if you were a Power Ranger? I think, uh, well, wolf is always like the animal that mm, I mm -hmm. say I like most. So, Strong. yeah, I would probably go with white wolf. I want to go gray wolf, but there's like, you don't have gray Power Rangers, right? I've never, no, I've but never you could, it. though. I, I think you could make your own, right? You could be, you know, that would be a new oh. suit. I, I think a gray wolf would be nice. Oh, okay. Then, then yeah, then I go gray wolf then. That, that's, yeah. that's mine for sure. Thank you. I, I like that. So, your, my, my first approval. thought was the, the you know, a, a black or, or, yeah, brown wouldn't work. Brown wouldn't mm. work here, but a bear. Mm -hmm. So black yeah. bear, black, black uniform, something like that. Or or white bear, white polar bear, you know, with a white mm. suit, something like that. So I think that would be kind of cool. Golden lion, surprised they didn't use a lion at all. Yeah. At all, That's, you know, at no well, point in time. They they did two lizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 Tyrannosaurus and um, 
Uh, the dragon. We're talking about. Yeah, you had pterodactyl too. Isn't that t- kind of a lizard too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dinosaur, yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, but well, speaking of lizard, green green crocodile. If we're gonna go that route, crocodiles. You know, they're, they're real fierce. I think you could get a cool helmet out of that. Yeah, that one would be that would be a cool helmet actually. But like this also brings up like when actually kind of leads into our next question. Like there, there's like you're talking about like why didn't they use certain animals? Um, but, but first, did we need this? Did you want this? Like, where do you stand on all of it? Oh, uh, no, we didn't need it. Uh, I understand it's the 30th uh, anniversary special, which uh, was, was lost on me until after I watched this. Because that, that was you know, like, what are, what are we doing here? Um, but did I want this? Oh, uh, kind of. But after seeing the product, no way. You know, I like the idea of it on paper being like, all right, let's bring back some of the original cast members or people from you know, the other shows that are, were, were a little bit past my prime. Mm. Um, and get them all back and kind of see how it works. But God, they weren't good actors as kids, and they there's a reason why they didn't get much work after. Yeah, um, I wanted this once it was announced. I was like, great, this is going to be fun. This is cool, and and I thought like this is a way to improve on a lot of stuff. I think your your whole notion of like you know making fun of some of the campiness and everything, yeah, that could have been great too. Um, but hard to say like we needed it with the way it was done. Like if we loved it, then I would have said, yeah, of course we needed it. Yes, of course. Right. But no, the way this. It's like, it, again, it's, it is fair to like what the original stuff was, but at the same time, like there's no reason we couldn't have just blew it out of the water and made it infinitely better because I know like Saban probably looks at this and it's like, oh, like, this is a chance to bring in like the younger view, the, the parent parents are going to watch this with their kids. And we already have some kids interested in Power Rangers. And now like, this is more of the same like level of quality, except it's probably better visually now um, than even the stuff that we're getting, they, they get week to week from the shows, but I, I, you know, so yes, stuff was probably accomplished, but the thing is West too, when you talk about like, why did they have lion? Why didn't they have crocodile? And you brought up like Rita Repulsa's character, how you didn't know she was like of, of Asian descent mm-hmm. that, that footage, like the Rita Repulsa stuff and all the power ranger stuff from a certain point, and I think in the old, some of the other shows too, that's like stock footage from overseas. Yeah. 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 I think, okay. I think uh, Netflix has a, a, Shows that made us, toys that made us, something yeah. like that from that oh, they series said it there. that, that talks right. about that. Yeah. Yes, they said it in there. And it was, and I don't remember if I learned that there or just or, or shortly before, but that was like a mind-blowing thing for me. I had I had no idea. It makes it makes perfect sense once you say it, but I was like, shit. Well, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, like they made it work. So but and yeah, and again, like part of I think why why it kind of kept that uh lore for us as well as just kind of sweeping the nation and kind of like taking like uh, uh taking all of america's youth by storm in the early 90s is is that campiest and you can kind of tell that it's like got a godzilla type of vibe where you know that it's like filmed in, with like a a, a wooden or, or you know cardboard backdrop of a city you know it's mm. like everything looks very cheaply made and again there's bad cgi here there's bang you know it's all and, and that stuff i can live with that i don't care about that i think that kind of speaks to like uh, playing on the campiness, right, of mm-hmm. it all, and the, kind of the corniness of it all, but there, where where you're saving all that money and reusing found footage or low CGI or whatever, not not having to worry about having great uh, uh, supporting effects, make up with it or something else. Pay the writers a little bit more to have a good story, or I don't know, get, get, pay for Billy Yost to get some acting classes in under his belt. Like I, I'm not sure, but mm. there was, yeah, it, it was a tough watch. Yes. Yes, it was. It's, um, but the, again, like it's, if you like, the, like the only reason that I'm not like, as like, Oh, this is rough as you are is because I watched some of the old show. And it's like, this is, 
just this, more of the same. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite helmet of the Rangers? Kind of going back there. Yeah. What was your favorite one to see? I think uh, so. I've gotten a greater appreciation from the comics for Trini. They've done a lot more with her. And that's probably because, you know, obviously the character was only around for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got a greater appreciation for that. And they, and they have Aisha in the comics now, too. But the, the dragon sword. I mean, like like that, the dragon helmet. I I've definitely flip flop over the years. It definitely was a white ranger uh, fan more uh, in the past. White tiger. But I got to pick a side. I like both. Don't get me wrong, but I got to go right now. I'd say dragon, like of these like original. Now the dragon situation. was the green Rangers. Yes. The green Ranger. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, it was the Mastodon black Ranger. I, I love the helmet with the, with the musk or the, the husks. No. Tusks. Uh, tusks. There, there we go. Husks of corn tusks of woolly mammoths right uh, but that now. then coming down to the visor i thought that was very cool you know i like the open mouth of the dragon or the t-rex or there, there's another mm. one there uh, maybe maybe the saber tooth tigers is cool too because yeah, you get the yeah. teeth coming down there mm-hmm. uh, exactly. over the visor but the the pink ranger is the one that bothers me the most because i i know it's the pterodactyl and you have the pterodactyl kind of coming down the bridge for the nose but it gives it kind of like bug eyes a bug-eyed mm. look which freaks me out i'm not a fan of that that's fair. Um, the white tiger, white ranger one. I mean, that was just a top notch suit, top notch helmet. Yeah, top notch a lot of things. But I do like the saber two tiger as your best uh, Zord. Yeah, it is pretty kick ass. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, that I think that would probably get my top rating because is the T they- Rex would be, uh, you know, a, a little too like ro- not robotic, but you know, not as mobile, not as tactile. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bigger target. And didn't the is it the Triceratops and the Mastodon that both just roll kind of? Yeah, yeah, they're more like yeah. tanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that yeah. tanks is a good way to put it. Yeah, I agree. So I think going back to uh, the color and animal combo, I think the green crocodile could be a nice balance to the group because then you would have you know you have a, a flying uh, a plane with the with the pterodactyl, uh, mm-hmm. you have a speed runner and the saber tooth tiger, you have the tanks there. Uh, with the Mastodon and, and the Triceratops, and then you got like your overall leader in the T Rex. But the the Green Crocodile could be like a submersive, um, uh, what are those things? Like a duck boat type of thing that can go oh. like, amphibious vi- vehicle. That's what I'm saying. Can go underwater, uh, can go on land, uh, but it will be very low to the ground, tough to pick up. And it then would it, then it could lean up, almost like an inverse uh, clock mm. of uh, a Captain Hook's clock. Uh, and go into a leg. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know what? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, you just well, like, I just thought of like too. I saw like a video on, on, online like today, like of of crocodile or an alligator, like how they float in the water. They actually their head stays floating, but their body goes completely underneath. I never like I never knew. Oh, that I didn't yeah. know it, it went down like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, right? that's creepy. Yeah. So it's yeah. like on its hind legs almost. Wow. Yes, but like it's that. floating. It's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. So I don't, I don't know, man. I've seen, I've seen way too many alligator and crocodile videos recently too. It's Twitter. Account yeah. They, they got, they got pushed up in my feed too recently that, uh, yeah, I, I, I get that as well. I just saw a That's video weird. today of a guy, uh, like sticking his head, like resting his chin. And he had the top, the roof of the alligator's mouth, like resting underneath his chin. Mm. And then while the, the mouth was fully opened, he stuck his hand in the middle and was able to pull it out and pull his head back in, in, in the time that the uh, alligator snapped its its jaws. I don't – why? I'm like, wh- yeah, why, man? I also saw another video last week of a 
great uh, older American man uh, saving his puppy dog from getting attacked by an alligator. It was a, it was a smaller alligator, but like ripped it open, like Jeez. ripped open like the uh, pride, the, the, the jaws open. That is a lot. I feel a lot differently about that one. That's awesome. Like that. Yeah, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yes. you got to do what you got to do to protect your own, you know, yes. but like that's, that's some scary shit. Yes. Yes, it is. You ever see this one video? This guy, this is, we're getting completely side railed here, but uh, there was some video of a uh, drive through safari. So, you know, you're in your car and it's all open range. Uh-huh. Right. And there was a woman, uh, the way that the, the video was set up was that the woman was um, in an argument with a the guy. They got into some fight. She gets out of the car um, and then gets taken by either like a lion or a tiger. They were in like that, that part of it. And the mother who was in the backseat or another woman comes out, not the guy that she was fighting with, not the boyfriend or husband, but the mother was in the backseat, goes to grab her daughter, all grown adults in this. And she gets taken. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. And end up in like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling, reading the comments, trying to like find out what else happened. And it's like, they're both dead. <laughs> and it's like jesus man so uh ipso facto don't get out of a car uh when you're in a free range safari yeah that i can't believe that wow that yeah again i don't know it's all context right but you you're seeing like a closed circuit tv video yeah okay so i guess i think that explains it. okay because i was like wondering why like the, the there's no sound videos. or anything yeah well that's terrifying uh okay so no yeah safari. yeah but yeah so then now let's uh let's get back on track here it's morphin time What was the most rewatchable scene of this movie? Or or was there one? That's a great question, Wes. Honestly, Uh, I think we're both in agreement on like the end credits and the tribute. Like, because it's like, yes, the old show and then paying respects to the late uh, Jason David Frank and the um, late uh, Tway Tway Trang. I don't know how to say Trini's name. And I, Trini, yeah, we'll go with Trini on that one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, other than that, like every time they, they morph, like I still kind of got chills from that. Like even like what they like, do when they were doing, when they were showing, doing like the old, um, like background. Mastodon. Yes. Pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. Triceratops. Then, the other thing that was one of my favorite things was from a friggin' one of the trailers, which is a terrible, terrible sign. Like, yeah, you can still like that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But when it's one of your favorite things coming out of it, it's like, you know, unless that, that's usually not a. That's not always that's generally not a good sign. But that explosion with the first six Rangers running mm-hmm. when they're fighting uh, Rita originally is like, oh, this is great. And then now, but like, and I was like, this is this is like the old vibes that I remember and that I like, and I'm I'm here for this. So they're gonna lean into this more. And then we got what we got. No, it was great because I thought I I I know remember that exact point because I was very. Uh, early on in the movie, and you, I, you see all six Rangers in the flashback. I think Billy's talking about it, right? It's Billy's flashback there. And uh, you, you see Billy Tommy the Green Billy Ranger. Me. Yeah, there we go. We needed that sounder today. That's what we should have done. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you have all six Rangers there, and you see Tommy. And I'm like, the Green Ranger. Oh, my God, we're getting this so early. And then, like, immediately he's off the screen. You know, obviously he wasn't going to be there. But, uh, you know, I thought there might have been some more or something like that. So I – I felt like I got my expectations let down a little bit after seeing them so early in it and then uh, seeing how the rest of the movie played out. Uh, well, there, you know, I'm going to save some of um, the, the Green Ranger talk because there is like stuff to to talk about there. Like we, when we get to what age the worst from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what do you think? What do you think is going to age the best? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you touched on it, right? The uh, the theme song, the power-up montage there. I think those things still age like a fine wine. I got it as my background right right now. Mm. Uh, quite literally, Walter Jones. Oh, yeah. Looks, looks great. Yeah, he does. D- doesn't really look much older than what I remember him uh, from from way back to, in the day, you know, 30 years ago. So Agreed. Yep. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, the sounds the putties make and the putties overall, big fans. <laughs> Just, yeah, just I, I appreciated the joke. They still sound like angry turkeys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of like uh, I can go time machine too, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Ah, yeah. I like that. Good, good call, Nick. Uh, only fifty-five minutes. That's it's good. Under an hour, you can't can't beat that. If I'm gonna yeah. waste any time, you can do it as little as possible. When you when that's one again when when that's one of the things that you yeah. brought up when you talk about how, what will age the best worst. Or the the best. Uh, mm. It's not not great. Um, paying respect to Trini, like like mm-hmm. like I understand how like you know we, we were there more for like the, the nostalgia and the member berries and all that stuff, and we weren't necessarily there um, for. Um, I'm blanking on the uh, the daughter's name right now. Uh, what, Ming Ming. Um, while we weren't necessarily there for her, like t- having so much be around that character. Obviously, she, you know, like she passed away when she would like, I don't even, I don't know if she came off the show and then I think it was like a car accident or if it was yes. like she got in a yep. car accident and then because that's she, like, she couldn't be on the show anymore. I don't know the timing of it all, but obviously I think she sad. passed away. I have it in here. She, uh, she, I think it was, she was off the show. She, she died okay. in a car crash in 2001 at 27 oh. years old, a member of the 27 club. And she was, oh. Oh, uh, with another woman who wasn't wearing a seatbelt too, ended up being, uh, paraplegia, you know, permanently uh, paralyzed from that. So definitely terrible. a horrible thing. I think that was in the San Francisco area. So, uh, but a little bit of internet research there. So I think by 2001, she had to be off the show, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So like they, so it was like nice that they, they paid the respect to her, obviously. Um, the, so like the, the way when this was filmed, like Jason David Frank was still like, could have been in this, but like, well, that's all I have for Will Age the best from this movie, other than like the, the power up stuff. Like, yeah, they did the putties, like they're one of the few campy things that still translates. And I will say the Balkan skull shout out, I did really mm. like that too. I yeah. thought you would appreciate the wording that they had. Is it like, don't like use your skull buy in bulk? Ah, uh, there we go. I like yeah. that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, let's. This might be the fun part here. What do you think will age the worst from this movie? I'll, I'll, I'll take David Yost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was really bad overall. Uh, the acting again, uh, just by everybody involved, it was very tough. Uh, like they were just reading lines. Uh, There's one scene uh, early on where they're where uh, uh, Zach and Billy are trying to discuss how are they going to tell Ming about Trini dying? Mm, and like, yeah. you have to tell her, we have to tell her that she's a ranger. No, you can't tell her that she's a ranger. Then like a, a second passes and they go into the screen and it's Ming coming in who just hears everything. You can't tell her that she was a ranger and died by Robo Reader Repulsa that then she's going to want to be a power ranger. And then like, it just spells out everything for you right there. Yeah. So that was very tough. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of training montages, uh, except for this one. Uh, Trini doing all her leg kicks and everything. And then she has um, the the sticks that she's kind of hitting on the board at one point or on, mm. on a dummy and trying to train. She's like all upset that no one won't let her be a Power Ranger. <laughs> it's laughably bad. 
laughably yeah. bad. It was, I mean, it's like, it, again, it felt like the, the old show, sure, but it's like, why couldn't we have tried to improve on, on some of that? So I don't know what the, like, the, the, I, I will say this, like for, for that act, actress, um, she was definitely like on the same, she was doing like captured the same vibe as everybody else. It just didn't. That's a, uh, all right. I like that. That's a good spin on it that she, it. she uh, picked up the vibe of everyone else. And was like, this is, if this is how we're acting, maybe this is her first role. She was like, all yeah. right, this is how the pros do it. That's, a, that's the only thing that can really be said. I mean, but yeah, like from a, like, right. Like, and look from, from the plot standpoint too, like when you, like, cause you're right. Like when it comes to the dialogue, I was just like, what? And again, how it was delivered, but like the, um, the, like the plot, it's like, yeah, okay, like this is what it, the Power Ranger stuff should be. That's fine. It's just like the dialogue mm -hmm. of it, and again, the acting. But, um, for me, I think a lot of this could have been forgiven by me is if we had the three main Rangers in the mix. And look, obviously, um, you know, the late Jason David Frank was you know, it's awful what happened. Um, still, like, I still think about that randomly. Um, obviously, I read the comics and stuff too, and I have like the you know, Lord Draken and stuff around my place. So I do like there's stuff that would make me think of him. So like obviously, but at the same time, he could have been involved in this. I think uh, Amy Jo Johnson has said as much. And then her not being involved, and then mm -hmm. um, um, why am I drawing, drawing a blank on the Red Ranger? Um, uh, Austin Jason Austin Austin Saint John, yeah, Austin Saint John. Not be, like I think Austin Saint John has done stuff with like other Power Rangers things like in the past. Like he wasn't he he was like a a. a was it a black ranger or was it gold ranger? But it's like primarily wore black. I don't know. But oh, like, there was a black and gold. I remember. I had that toy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that one. Yeah. So he was that. And then he was something else, I think, too. Him and him and Tommy, I think, were or like Jason and Frank were around the most um over the years. And then it was like probably Billy and, and maybe Kimberly, but even that. So the point is you don't have those three in the mix. They're around. It's like that's and then the way you use it at the beginning, it was just so like. It felt so forced the way they did it. I, I agree with you. Uh, not having the three main Rangers and then also centering the movie around, uh, you know, what was arguably, at least in my opinion, the, the two least popular Rangers in the blue and the yellow Ranger uh, at the time. Right. No, they I, were. I felt like they were. I felt like it was, uh, you know, green, red, black uh, and pink. pink in some sort of order there. Yeah, right. 100%. You like if you had Jason or Amy Joe Johnson or Jason David Frank, like a lot is going to be forgiven there. Like I'm telling you right now, I, I know that would have instantly gave it like 10 more points. For me. I wouldn't care. Like so yeah. we, we get those three, like that's awesome. Like let's go. Um, But, uh, but yeah, so that was, that was bad. And then to, to go with that too, when they, when they, uh, when we, when we lose, you know, Kimberly, uh, J Jason and, and uh, Tommy at the beginning, and then Billy and Zach bring in um, the other two Rangers, they won't. They mention Jason. They mention mm -hmm. Kimberly. They don't mention Tommy. It is not until the second Pink Ranger, who is actually Tommy's wife, they don't until they bring her in. Does Tommy actually get mentioned by name? And then on top of all that, too. Hey, I get it. Like stuff's going on, and this was a folk. This would have been like an episode focused around the Black Ranger and the Blue Ranger, and then the new Yellow Ranger. But at the end, like. You know, the, the Green Rangers just not there as they're doing that. They're 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 at the juice bar and like they're doing this whole thing. Green Rangers not there. Red, pink. It's just like I we all understand why we did it or they did that, but it's very weird. Like they just didn't handle these obstacles, um, or the, the, yeah, these developments and making the show that well. Well, this hit. Uh, goes into some unanswerable questions. Maybe we'll try to answer them here. Uh, how did this get made? One is just overall, but we know it's the 30th anniversary special. So, 
you know, that seems to kind of fall in line, but you're wondering uh, where's Jason, where's Austin St. St. John and all of this here. Now he, uh, I believe you're, you're correct that he's still kind of involved with the power Rangers uh, and, and kind of around the fandom, much like Jason David Frank was. Uh, and I think he has some sort of like fandom company. So uh, he has been under house arrest since May of 2022 for his involvement in defrauding the government and the, and the COVID cares act. So, you know, the, the where they're giving out all the money to uh, help small businesses uh, throughout, throughout COVID you're oh. able to get these loans that you didn't have to pay back. That's essentially what, what it was. So a bunch of people got caught up in, in this sort of fraud of starting fake LLCs and that sort of thing, or asking for, for more money uh, than maybe they were entitled to. So he's uh, kind of falling oh. uh, under this wayside. So May, as of May, 2022, he's been um, under house arrest. And if he's found guilty, this, this uh, um, case is still going ongoing. He faces up to 20 years in prison. So. Well, this is, um, I mean, maybe we've talked about it on the show before, but I did not know any of that. No, I didn't either. It took a quick, quick Google search because much like you, I'm like, all right, what? why didn't these people you know, have any involvement? Did they and just was, read the script and they were like, this is bullshit or I don't want to be involved in this. I'm an adult. I, I kind of got that idea from Amy Jo Johnson that she was like, just wants to move on from that Power Rangers part in her life. I, I don't know. I don't th- the vibe I got is that she just didn't like the money because she's writing a Power Rangers series for Boom Studios right now. She's oh, she done- is okay. Yeah, so I mean, like, well, it's like it's not out yet, but it is gonna it's gonna come out at some point in the near future. Um, but yeah, so like, she, I think she she said like she tweeted out like it's not that I said no, it's I think I said no to the amount of money that they wanted me to do it for. Um, which mm. hey, like I, I mean, I get that it sucks, but like again, how can you like? And obviously, Jason David Frank, right? He he passed. It was back on November twenty second. Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, obviously, it looked like he couldn't have been involved. But but she's since tweeted like, you know, we both didn't want to do it or whatever. So to not have both of them in it, those were having Jason would have helped. But obviously, you can't with what, what's going on with him. But I mean, having Kimberly or 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 Tommy in this would have like just one of them would have made would have made up for so much. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously with what happened uh, with Jason David Frank, you wonder about maybe his headspace going into it. Where where was his mind and all that leading up to it, right? So maybe just wasn't wasn't prepared to do that there. But that's interesting about Amy Jo Johnson. Because the one note that I had is that she's reprised her role only once uh, since the 97 uh, Turbo Power Rangers movie. Uh, That was the cameo in the 2017 reboot Power Rangers movie. So I think she made a small cameo there. Jason David Frank alongside her in that cameo yes. as well. Yes, yes, yes as great. Well. Yes. Absolutely. Look, and that movie kit like wasn't like very well received. I thought it was fine. Like again, knowing what the old Power Ranger stuff was, it's like, like you know, I know we loved it as kids, but you've you've now gotten a reminder what it was like. But to see them and it was uh, was very cool. But yeah. Yeah, and if you were wondering about uh, why it was Rita Repulsa, a Robo Rita Repulsa, and not the original, uh, the actress died at sixty eight. Uh, in 2006 and as you mentioned uh mm. asian footage right old old footage yeah. that was reused from there so i don't think she was an original actress or, or maybe she was i don't know i don't think she was like playing Rita. she was not playing Rita repulsa like that's like a i forget the company like they, they said it in the in that um in, in the toys that that documentary yeah yes. okay which by the way actually like that this is kind of a thing that would like age well i think turning the rangers into toys yes yeah that was really cool that was a that was a meta thing that i really really appreciated because that's like that's the bloodline the blood of this uh, this um 
this, this and, and they were the movie. legit toys. I remember they did like zoomed in on a close up on them, and they're, I was like, no, this is this is the real deal. Holy, I don't think they were the dolls. No, you know, the, no, the large toys, but I think they were the like the six inch or, or whatever, seven, eight inch figurines. They look like six inch to eight inch, yeah, for sure. But they just probably didn't. I don't think they had like a lot of points of articulation, I think was the only thing. But yeah, not to get too into the weeds. Um, yeah, we're a good judge of six to eight inches, right? Pat, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you're you're on fire today. Um, so but I'm drinking a lot of coffee recently, yeah, <laughs> I'm really buzzing. Oh, yeah, you, hey, you gotta be now. Um, Along the lines of what you asked, you know, I were the three most popular engines. I feel like, you know, we've answered the Jason question. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but everyone else, and then again, the uh, uh, Jason David Frank that makes sense there. You know, Amy Joe Johnson. If it was a money issue, you yeah. know that uh, you know that seems to be answered. Then uh, I get okay. Yeah. Here's the unanswerable question: How did you find the people who made this? What made you think that oh, we can still do this? without all three of those characters, the three leading characters in this, how can we make this and be, have be really, really successful without it? And look in the end, Hey, it's getting a 90, 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Young kids are like who, who kind of like the, the new Power Ranger stuff. They'll be introduced and they can watch all the old stuff and they'll probably buy these figures too. So, Hey, it could be a huge success. I, this is one of those instances where it's like, what do we know? Um, well, yeah, and it could be a, a bottom line financial issue here because we know uh, Zach Walter Jones left the show uh, because of being unfairly paid. I think there was a, a pay dispute there. So they bring right. in Adam to be the new Black Ranger there. So I'm Billy, right? I'm sure that he wasn't. I mean, he stuck around for so long. I'm sure he ended up making good money. He was in pretty mm. much every TV show and movie right around the yeah. Power Rangers. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I think if you have the two, you know, uh, two or three, like maybe people who are paid the le- uh, least of the group, mm. then maybe that's not going to be like, yeah, you know, it's more money in your pocket then. Yeah, if you're, if you're a producer or creator of the show. You know? Yeah, and having the the Rita voice too is um is helpful. That yeah, that, made, yeah, that makes a difference too. Hey, and I don't know, you know, you we're talking about things getting caught up in your feed recently on Twitter. I mean, I get all this AI music. We talked about this a little bit last week about like AI generated music, and it it gets pretty good. I don't know if I've heard like Drake songs with the weekend that are completely AI generated, but it sounds just like them. That's... So maybe what they could do is uh, take like, all right, w- have an AI machine learning technology that absorb all of Rita Repulse's uh, voices, right? And words that she says, and then you're, you're able just to spit out new words based on everything that she sh- said in the show. Well, it's the same voice actress. It's not the, the so they're oh, fine. Oh, so, re- so the, the actress who played Rita Repulse I got. You. Oh, okay. that's I the was, one. You, I was confused oh, there. that and that's that's the person you cited before is the person who does the actual voice. Okay, my mistake. The 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 one the part the voice is like still with us. That is the voice is the actual voice from when we were kids. All right, I was all screwed up then. Okay, okay. I, I was thinking the actress actually did the voice. No, the actress is the actress that we see on the show is voiced over. And again, go don't, dubbed right. Dub, that makes yeah, dubbed sense. over. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I think Bozo actually did that dub too. <laughs> but it's not. Um, it's like so that actress I think is no longer with us. Is gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we got um, confused there. Shit. I know we got we got a little bit of a pretzel, but we got out of it okay. Yeah, uh, who had the best performance by a side character? It's there's no it's it's Alpha. That's it. It's alpha, alpha Nine. Yeah. Ay yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. No one. I mean, like the only. Like, yeah, you can say, 
like Rocky uh, was the kind of a side, mm-hmm. he was a side mm-hmm. character in this, but he was in mm-hmm. it so much. Um, and so was, um, was cat. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's alpha nine for me. And, and Robo Rita Repulsa had, had, you know, nice seeing some of her and her cone titties again. That was cool. They did uh, a good job explaining all that. Like yeah. what, what went on with Rita. I will say that was like of, of the things that they did, right? Like we see this weird face, they poke fun at it. And then they're like, why is it like, like, how did this happen? So did she really come from a space dumpster i don't remember that yes. in the show yeah yes. that, that's yeah okay i didn't remember them calling it a space dumpster but that thing was like that they used the right thing yeah yeah okay all right um who lost the movie nick and do we have enough time to get through ever, everyone here <laughs> uh i think people who lost out are people like us who are fan, fans of kim tommy and, and or jason yeah, we're just fans of the show. Uh, my reputation uh, as a fan of the Power Rangers, or, or my my pristine view of it from my childhood perspective, uh, a little mm. bit tarnished there. That's like, you know, finding out Santa Claus isn't real, that sort of thing. You know? Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. When I watched the old show a, a long while back, I remember talking to my dad, and I was like, "Dude, I don't know how you I put you. You guys like survived all this." He's like, "Yeah, it was pretty rough." Like, but wow. you know, it's like you you go back and watch Rugrats, and it's like clearly for kids, but there's some humor in it and you get it, and it's kind of like smart and clever. And there's like other things, boy meets yeah, you know, other things that you get obsessed with. Pokemon even kind of mm-hmm. makes sense too, right? But like you watch, there's just no rhyme or re- and like to know that this swept the nation with like such fervor and veracity, you mm-hmm. know, like that. Um, that's it's kind of crazy. It it really is like. It, and I, hey, look again. I still like love the old characters, and that again, the comics have really been great for that. In the mobile, uh, the mobile game too. I think there's actually a game for like like Xbox and PlayStation as well. But anyways, um, for who won the movie, I'm still gonna say that Saban won the movie. Like, they're it's gonna cash and checks. Mm-hmm, they're gonna continue to make money off toys. You're you're introducing kids now who whatever they're watching, they getting to see the old stuff that their parents love. Like they're absolutely getting to see this. Like if I had kids I, uh, that were old enough, I would show them this. I still might introduce my kids to the old power Rangers. Like, cause I absolutely love them and why not? Mm-hmm. So they'll make money off of it. Yeah, for sure. I, I would say those, even Austin St. David, who we've just found out was under house arrest and may go to prison for 20 years or 10 years. Uh, those who passed on making this movie so that their legacies would remain untarnished. I think, Maybe going to jail for defrauding the government is a better look for your reputation than maybe being in this movie. <laughs> he went for it, you know, he went I guess for, which so. is more yeah. than what I can say for a lot of the actors in this movie. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. I, I, I got this other thing going on. I, I can't. I'm out. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say no to him he said no to them yeah and, and of course yeah we, we, we don't want to make light of any situation uh or, or speak ill of the dead here but i think those you know jason david frank uh, uh trini yeah. there they all saw the writing of the wall and be like no i gotta get out of here this this is this is the deal jeez <laughs> oh, yeah trini was trini was 2001 but whatever yeah yeah, but, yeah. yeah. no yeah. she she even then good foresight you know that was a, that was a premonition on her end but i got I, I gotta go mm. uh Rita Repulsa, even she tried to, and they brought her back from the dead in robot form. She's yeah. a zombie. She couldn't I, even get away from it. I don't even remember the stuff that uh, went on, uh, like in the old show, like how she was um, was there. But yeah, I, I was. You know, the other thing is too, like when when I thought the timing, like all jokes aside, I thought the timing 
when um like it came out right after like in Jason David Frank's passing, right? I think was when it was announced. Mm-hmm. And then and then Amy Johnson said, like, oh, he was I assumed okay, he passed and then he couldn't be involved. This sucks because like this is his character. I don't know how much else he did. I know he did professional MMA a little bit, but like that's I don't know what else how he people did know him. Time. Yeah. Right. So then when she said like they both said they both didn't want to do it and like in her for her it was the money, like, well, wait a second. If Jason David Frank said no to being Tommy for anything, you know, something's wrong. Like, you know, something didn't go like, and I, I, at the time I didn't really think about it that way. I was like, Oh, that's weird. That's surprising that he would like, didn't want to be, maybe no, it was just that's a good money, point. Yeah. But it's like, oh, if he didn't want to be involved, it's like shit. Yeah. So. And I also, I, part of me thought like they were almost like capitalizing on his death in a poor way. That's exactly, I, I didn't know about the involvement and just the timing of it was so close to everything. Like you said, from, you know, when it was first announced to his death and then, then they made the movie, you know, in, in, in some ways out of respect for him. So I was wondering if they were just trying to like, maybe pull on the heartstrings of America, but that wasn't yeah. necessarily the case, but that was my uh, cynical way of viewing well, it early on. But you're not far off West. Like, I'm not saying that, that the people who made this movie necessarily deserve that because like at the end, at the end of the day, like, you know, they did all this stuff for Trini. If like them not doing that for Jason David Frank, just again proves like he could have been involved with this if he wanted to yeah. he chose not to but like there were people when he passed like i remember like hearing from people who like working toys or pre- working toys in the past like there were people who still work in toys and stuff that jacked up a ton of prices on stuff that were jason david frank you know tommy oliver sure. Ranger, yeah. whatever related so it's like people, you, you're not wrong there were a lot of people that did some messed up stuff. It's just, I don't think bad opportunist, right? They're everywhere. You can't, can't avoid them there. Uh, but that, that concludes the power Rangers once and always exit survey. So Nick gave it a 65. I gave it a 50. What's quick math there. That's what, uh, what, what do we got? 57 and a half. I think. Oh, I love it. Nick quick on your feet, much quicker than I am. 57 and a half, maybe the lowest reviewed movie of the year. Did we do something uh, else that was badly reviewed? I thought. Well, of this that came out this year, yes, but we did the Mario Brothers. The one. Mario Brothers movie, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is probably our worst worst movie of the year. I think we can say that uh, pretty pretty safely. So fifty seven and a half Power Rangers once and always and never, yes. never again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now uh, everyone got to get your tickets here uh, because the train is leaving the station. Chugga 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 chugga. Two, two. <laughs> two, two bitches. That was a. I would. I was not ready for that. I'll tell you that right now. I tell you, I got that caffeine buzz right now. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, so, what have you been up to? Uh, now, you're over a, a week as a father now. Yeah, parenting, parenting. You know, just doing doing uh, the whole parenting thing. So, which means I can catch up on a lot of TV while she's sleeping. I got you know, you can't really do much while she's asleep in your arms, and you're kind of scared to like. You, know, you don't want to leave her or anything like that, you know. Sure. Uh, so I've been catching up on a lot of good stuff. So Dave season three has been awesome for through the first four episodes. I thought specifically episode three and uh was maybe one of the best episodes of the entire series uh definitely better than almost anything of season two with the exception of the finale um and season four kind of followed up on that too kind of followed up on that not as good in my opinion as uh episode three but episode four is really good so if you're not watching dave on fxx or hulu uh give that a go Okay. So four um, episodes in so far, because I haven't watched the second of it yet. I got to talk to Lauren and we'll get on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Four episodes in. I think that's great. Um, 
and Barry season four is out as well. So I think uh, episode three comes out Sunday uh, as we're recording as a crow flies. Um, and that's you know one of the best best shows, melodramas or, or comedy, comedy dramas, dramedies. There we go. That's the word that I'm looking for there. Um, th- that's out there too. So Bill Hader, genius, good stuff. But you'll, you'll appreciate this, Nick. I watched Prisoners on mm. Netflix. I know that's one of your favorite movies. Uh, bad time to do it when I'm like holding my daughter and her, you know, and, as she's sleeping and I'm just watching this movie. And I'm just like gripping her a little tighter and tighter as everything's unfolding. But it's so good. I completely forgot that um, the Riddler, uh, Paul, Paul Dano's in it and David Dalmatian as like, the two yeah. doctors, right? Like two great, just kind of like creepy, introverted bad guys, right? They, I think yep. they do a great job of that. So they uh, love that yeah. movie. Yes, that is it is an amazing movie. Um, Jake John Hall. I mean, every, everybody in it is it does an outstanding yeah. job. It's so so well done. Um, still holds up like so, very well. Um, I two questions though. We're on your shows. So do we want to do a Dave season three uh, exit survey? I would, yeah, I think I think so. I think we could do that. Maybe we could combine them, you know, or just do a couple of thoughts on it. Maybe not even an exit survey, but when, when we're all through with everything, maybe talk a little Barry. And okay, Dave, I haven't watched the second of show. Barry. That's what I'm okay, going to well, ask. You, I don't have to put another thing on you if that's okay. the case. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but I want, is this the last season of Barry? Is that right? Uh, I feel like you're right. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like. Okay. I've heard that before. If it is, let, let's, let's let's circle back on that because if it is, then I would be because like I know Lauren tried to watch it at one point. I'd be I've like thought about trying it because I know how much you loved it. Um, and if I give it a look and I, I like it, the first season maybe. Um, then if it's the last one, then I wouldn't mind doing like Barry in full. You know what I mean? Not just the fourth season. We could do a whole thing. But oh, okay. Oh, we'll, interesting. We'll circle back on that one and uh, and figure that out. But okay, uh, I liked that. Uh, for What'd me, you do. I uh, I was actually rewatching Pulp Fiction the other day. I was mm. we were down in Connecticut uh, in um, seeing Lauren's family, and uh, I'll tell you what, man. Like we I we watched it, Lauren and I probably watched it a year ago, maybe two years ago was the last time we watched it. It's amazing, like how good that movie like like, ugh, like holds up. Tarantino's like one of the best. It's so it's so fucking good. But like, not that anybody needs to hear that, but it's just like years and years later. It's just like it's yeah, it holds up. It's a great. It's fun. It's it's the dialogue that always works. That kind of pulls you in, and like mm-hmm. for the stylization of like the backdrop and how everything's shot. It's like nothing. It looks like nothing special, but it just kind of reels you in. You know. Yeah, and every character too. Like yeah. It, Top to bottom, like great acting and everything. I mean, and of course, the weirdness of the stories, like the story, the storytelling, excuse me, and how it jumps around. It's just mm. so, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so like, other than that, you know, you visit family and stuff like that. So, you know, this, this reminds me, you talk about Pulp Fiction, uh, and the big kahuna burger. Maybe an episode that we yeah. could do, maybe we could bring in a guest or two <clears throat> and have a fictional food draft. Oh, uh, you know, you, you got to build a main course, an appetizer, a side, a drink dessert all that stuff yeah i, I i'm, I'm I open to that. do that i think it's good it's been a while since we've done a group draft yeah i know i know i hear you so that, that mm. could be uh interesting there uh what, what have we got brewing uh in the dsg this week everybody's talking mando hashtag dork mac and goo i believe mac and goo's episode is already out on it i believe so Hashtag dorks recording on the same day that we are. Um, and then the people for communism podcast, uh, I believe it is the protest volume three. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, then TLDR, we have the May solicit this week, which is a little earlier. We usually do it the first week of the month, but we got some other stuff going on that the following week that uh, 
is pushing this up. And then I've heard it both ways. I don't believe they recorded last week, so they are still up for season five, episode 15 of Psych because Billy has been in parts. Oh, yeah. He's been living, living some good life. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been living it up, and then uh, but you can still find his his co-host Dr. Joe Backcracker on Twitch at Backcracker. You can find Shime over there as well at Shime Time, and then Dork whenever they play video games uh, is uh, they're doing it over on the hashtag Dork YouTube page. And I gotta say, Wes, I was uh, talking to some people this weekend, so, talking to someone who's a gamer that I have like you know, and and I uh, they they said how they they still play Skyrim and they brought up how like it's available on other consoles, and that was like the, that's the game that I like fell in love with it, like more than any game and that's also the game that i was like this is why i don't play video games much anymore because i got so fucking sucked into it it was insane mm-hmm. but like talking about it i'm like oh man getting like, that itch again huh? getting that dave Chappelle meme like you got you can still get that skyrim shit okay tyrone tyrone biggums i smoke rocks so skyrim. that's uh <laughs> Yeah, we may be running into some, but Lauren's like, oh. Are we, are we going to find you on uh, on Mass and Cass, on the corner of Mass and Cass in Boston, with, like, just roaming the streets, like, five o'clock shadow, overshaven, just dragging an Xbox behind you, like, cords, like, dragging behind you and all that? There's a chance. Just looking for an outlet, and we'll maybe see. someone to play. I don't, I, I don't know if I want to go and buy the game again, but uh, <laughs> I might have to, man. It, it's been a long time, so I don't know. I'm already thinking about how am I going to set limits on myself and stuff. So who knows? It's dangerous, but anyways, that, well, that's well. It. If you if you need a friend, you get some urges. You can always pick up the phone and give me a call. You know, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm happy to walk you through it. Uh, no, I, I, that's that's all good stuff, and I think uh, next week we have a little bit of an opening, right? Because we, it's going to be a week before Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so what we we could do uh, is maybe a original versus sequel, Guardians one and two. I don't know if we've done that in our MCU rewatch vault. Um, we definitely reviewed both of those, you know, fairly recently w- within the rewatch vault. So we could do that, or we could do uh, you know a a list of the uh, best use of stadiums uh mm. and and cinema and TV. So we, which is something we talked about in last week's episode a little bit too. Yes, I, I say we do one or the other. Like, we'll, like, like, well, let's check on the garden stuff and see if we've done it before. I don't think we have. Um, I don't but, think when we did that. Yeah, yeah, but, um, but yeah, either one of those next week works perfectly for me. I think those are good ideas. All right, and the week after that, we'll be doing our exit survey of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. So very exciting stuff. Is that is that the first movie, first piece of content for Marvel? Uh, no, Ant Man. God, that feels like such. <laughs> so long ago now yeah, yeah. well you've had some second stuff going piece on. of content uh, uh this year from marvel so that that'll be fun stuff but uh till then i can't say it'll be the same bad time or the same bad place because it really hasn't been the last two weeks but mm. nevertheless it's more time <laughs>